Today's solemnity is an easy one to overlook. Uh, in fact, I was thinking in preparation for both Vespers last night and Mass this morning. Uh, as a lifelong Catholic, I didn't even know this solemnity existed until I entered the monastery uh, at the age of 27, and even then we didn't celebrate it back in those days. If you ask an average Catholic in the United States to name the annual solemnities that are kept in Catholic churches, uh, of course, there would be some that would be overlooked, but uh, I would guess that most would not realize that the anniversary of a dedication of a church is to be kept as a solemnity. Uh, in fact, according to the liturgical norms, today's celebration outranks the solemnity of St. Benedict, our founder. So why is it that this feast has largely disappeared from our consciousness? I suspect there are several interlocking reasons, and maybe if we name them, it can help us to restore in our own hearts proper devotion to a church building. Religion, for most Americans, is a private matter, something to be kept separate from politics, which is public. Uh, and we see this, again, e even in our own liturgical celebrations. The tendency is for each of us to treat the liturgy as something personally for me uh, and to forget that it's actually a public proclamation what we're doing here. So the, this idea that religion is private conflicts with the church's own tradition. And we can see this if we go back and look at, say, villages in Europe uh, in the ancient medieval world, and even in the Renaissance world, if you visit a typical village in Europe, you will almost always find that the church is at the center of the city, and it's often even put on a hill at the center of town. And the church's steeple, of course, marks it as a primary building in most small towns, and it reminds us that whenever we're outdoors, walking around the public areas, we're reminded uh, that the city depends on God that the uh, connection to God and our transcendent destiny is something we always have to keep in mind if we're going to be true to ourselves as human beings. This was true also in ancient Jerusalem, uh, as it was in Rome. The temple in both places, uh, Jewish and pagan, was a reference point to the divine for all the citizens of the city. It was the fundamental building, most important building. Now, a certain free-for-all and personal choice of religion has complicated things as well. This is a kind of uh, Protestant mindset, perhaps, uh, but it's just in the modern air we breathe. Now, there are real situations of religious persecution, and so what I'm going to say, I don't want to be heard as uh, somehow denying that uh, individuals have a conscience and should follow it. Uh, but in our own scriptures, our Lord says, it is not you who chose me, but I who chose you. And since the same Messiah founded the church, uh, called himself a king, you know, a very sort of political, public identity, he founded a church on the apostles. The notion that we somehow freely choose to be Catholic uh, can appear theologically problematic. We've actually been chosen by God and called to proclaim the good news for uh, the sake of his church and for the sake of the world. Uh, the monastic calling is a vocation. It's not a profession. It's not something I freely choose to profess. Um, we freely choose to embrace it, but first God calls us, singles us out, says, I want you to do this for me. A calling implies someone else speaking first to me and me responding. Now, the reason I've emphasized this is that if the church is, in fact, meant by God to be a public entity, 
to which he calls me to serve. Uh, it's not merely the co- a collection of people who happen to be like-minded on matters uh, liturgical and metaphysical. Then each of us has a public duty to proclaim the gospel. This is just inherent in who we are and what God is doing in the world. And this is why church buildings are so important, because uh, these buildings made sacred by the prayers of the faithful and by the sacramental action of Jesus Christ will necessarily be a primary place of reference for this proclamation of the gospel that we are called to make. Because it is here that we come together publicly. Again, everybody for miles around can see our church. We've got a 200-plus foot steeple out there. We gather here uh, to pray for the needs of our city, for the needs of our state and our nation. It is here that sins are forgiven and reconciliation to God is achieved, and so we have something to bring to the world, the good news that we've met Jesus Christ here in this place. Uh, The gospel of God's healing and restorative power is given to us here so that we can share it. I suspect that we Catholics have become bashful about our churches. They're kind of expensive uh, to build and keep up. They appear to be unnecessary expenditures in many cases. Of course, we don't correlate this to the amazing marble and steel structures of banks and other engines of industry downtown, uh, which are also very expensive to uh, build and maintain. They don't strike us as ostentatious, ostentatious displays of wealth and power. It's just the world. It's just secular stuff. You know, we take that for granted. We don't see the connection that the way these buildings downtown are built is meant to make a public statement, just as the way a church is built is meant to make a public statement. Uh, So the question is posed to us this morning by all these considerations I've given you. What city are we, we here gathered right now, what city are we building? Is it the city of God or is it the city of man? And what do we say about ourselves and about our God to the world? How do we speak to the world? Uh, What would happen if we, simply by forgetting the meaning of our churches, allowed this precious inheritance that we have to be lost, to be bought up by developers, turned into just more instruments of the city of man? And I was wondering, what need have we of religious persecution if we freely give up our public status as prophets and evangelists of Christ, if we silence ourselves? Let us remember how to celebrate our churches to pray joyfully with all those faithful who have been sanctified here in this place and in all of our churches, and may we prove ourselves worthy of their company in the life to come by our love of this place.